only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Every marriage has three rings. The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the bickering. We're here to settle the fights that don't matter and have no winner. It's the Three Rings Podcast with another new argument. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Three Rings Podcast. My name is Phil. And I'm Lauren. And... We are husband and wife. We are. We are married. Very happily married. And yeah. I will say that now is probably the biggest, uh, you know, challenge to any marriage. Yeah, people keep asking if I'm ready to kill you yet. Really? Yeah. I, people haven't been asking you, like, are you and your wife still getting along? No. Yeah. No, oh, every time. Asked me that. Yeah, every time I go into work, they're like, are you and your husband still getting along? And I'm like, yeah. Wow. I... I didn't know that. Like nobody's asked me the, that question of like, like, oh, how's it going at home? Like, you know, or is there more well, bickering or anything like that? I'm just like, like I tell them. I mean, it's it's different. Like you, you know, but they'll ask how you are, but they won't be like, are you sick of her? Yeah, no, I think that I I don't know because like you hear that like thing about how um, in China there were all of those divorces after the quarantine took place. Yeah. And I think that's where it's stemming from, but like Well, I knew that going into it, one of the the main things that I started telling people was um like it's going to be very difficult for anybody that is currently going through any sort of like domestic violence. Like work was oh, always an yeah. escape and also uh with kids as oh, well, yeah. with kids being home from school and constantly being around like and I, I thought this is going to be an yeah, issue I mean, too i would say this is the most time we've spent together for an extended period of time yeah perhaps ever uh, yeah that's not like a vacation no yeah 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 but i mean i don't know i don't think people quite understood like when we tell people that we are introverted i don't think that they quite understand just what we mean yeah i so i was having a conversation with with um you know, our uh, our work staff and all of that. And I basically told them, it's like, you know, like if the quarantine wasn't going on, I'd probably still be doing the same thing on the weekends. Like I'd still be at home. We'd probably be binge watching something. We'd be yeah, spending time with we, the, each other and the dog. And like, I think that we had that conversation like last weekend. Mm-hmm. I think I asked you, like, what do you think we'd be doing if the quarantine wasn't going on right now? And you said the same thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like <laughs> introverts are like they're beside we themselves right for now. This. Yeah, <laughs> we've been practicing for a quarantine for years. Yeah. To our extroverted friends, we're very sorry for what you're going through right yeah. now. Make sure check on your extroverted friends. They're not, they're not used okay. To this. They're not okay. A hundred percent. They're not. But uh, during all of this, it's also given us the opportunity to uh, focus on some of the things that uh, we do bicker about. Because 
while we aren't stuck together for you know days and days with all of this, it does lead us to some things that we can just argue about, yeah. not necessarily uh, like get down and like you know scream at each other about. No, but uh, I think that this week's topic. Uh, I mean, all the nerds are gonna are gonna lose it. They're gonna love this <laughs> this week. Um, but it was something that that you and I were actually talking about uh, just actually earlier today uh-huh. when you said that you wanted to uh, rewatch Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, so, I do. So I yeah. but so and I'm I'm kind of going into this battle like kind of with low expectations for myself because as we found out in the past, I am. T- Terrible at remembering TV or movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's just like any TV show or any movie. It's like in one ear and out the other. Like I, it does not stick. I don't know why. I think maybe I. I don't. I. I can't even begin to venture a guess as to why that is. So like I could watch the same series five times, and it's a new series every time. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm the one, like, I'll watch it through one time and I'll start quoting the dialogue. Yeah, no, it's so, I don't understand that at all. Yeah. So we do differ when it comes to remembering TV and yeah, all so of like, that, but that's It's not... been a minute since we've watched Doctor Who, so yeah. like, I don't feel quite as prepared as I think you feel. I mean, I don't feel super prepared about it in the fact that, you know, I I, I haven't seen it. And probably just as long as you have, and actually, the ones that I have seen actually play more into uh, more into your uh, your argument. So those are the ones that are fresh in my head. But this week we're going to be talking about who we think is the best uh, incarnation of the Doctor in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So uh, for anybody who doesn't understand what I just said, <laughs> in Doctor Who, he is. Like here, here's here's a crash course in in Doctor Who. So take it away, honey. He's a time lord, an alien. So he's a thousand years old, and when he quote unquote is dying, he can regenerate. He has energy that regenerates, and it makes him into a new form of the Doctor. So yeah, but he still has all of the memories of mm-hmm. the previous incarnations. It's kind of like reincarnation. A little bit, yeah. You know, so so you remember he remembers everything, but he just he looks different. So that's how they've had different actors different come actors, into play. Yeah. Uh, the doctor for how long has it been? Fifty, fifty oh, some years. Yeah, I it, mean longer it, than that, maybe. I, I'm not sure. It's it's over fifty years old. We I know that for a it's fact. It's like the longest running series in television history. Yeah, so it's been going on for a very long time, but um. So the new version of Doctor Who uh, started, I want to say maybe about 10 years ago at this point, maybe a little bit longer. A little bit longer, I think. Okay. So there's been different versions of the Doctor. So it's all about the actor who is playing the Doctor is what we're going to be discussing uh, today. I really don't think that this explanation is super necessary because I don't think that people who don't watch the show are going to care. <laughs> I mean, I don't see people who aren't nerds like fair. <laughs> would be like, like oh who? yeah, <laughs> I got to know, got to know what they think about Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> We're probably preaching to the choir here, but um do you want to go first? Um sure, I'll okay. go first this week. Why not? Okay. Um Why not? so my argument for who is the best doctor in Doctor Who 
is doctor number 10. I'm going with my man, David Tennant. Yeah, which is not surprising to me at all. I, I, I knew this was coming. I didn't think that you were going to be very surprised by me. But my three no. points for why David Tennant is the best doctor, uh, he brought the series, basically he, he revitalized the series. I know he wasn't the one that you know they picked when they started it, but Eccleston was around for one season. And then it was David Tennant who really gave it life. You're so doing point- Eccleston dirty, but keep going. <laughs> Please. Uh, so that's point number one. Point number two, uh, some of the best episodes in the series uh, came from David Tennant episodes. Debatable. Uh, yeah, your face was just, ooh. Um, and uh, point number three, they kept on bringing his ass back. Different ser- different specials, all of that. They kept bringing him back because fans loved him so much. So those are going to be the main three points that I'm going to argue. Okay. And I'm going with uh, number 11. Shocker. Matt Smith. Shocker. My celebrity crush. Shocker. I would just want to go on record saying that I liked him before he was in The Crown. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this has been a long-running thing for me. Um, I would argue that so- he has some more iconic episodes than even David Tennant does. That's my okay. first point. He had the best companions. Second point. Okay. And his comedic elements are like just bar none. He brought so much to the character that, like, I mean, he's iconic. I mean, I'm not going to argue that Matt Smith is a good doctor, but I am going to argue that he's not as good as David Tennant. No, Matt Smith is the best doctor, and so shall it <laughs> please, be forever. Please, All right, well, make your first point, then. Okay. Let's hear this. So, I would argue that Matt Smith had even more iconic episodes than um, David Tennant did. He had, you know, Angels Take Manhattan, The Girl Who Waited, The Wedding of River Song, The Impossible Astronaut, the list goes on and on. Uh, I mean, not to mention he's just more recognizable, I think, to people. Like, if even if you aren't a Doctor Who fan, if I mention the fez and the bow tie, you're going to know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Or at least have a general idea. Yeah. So I, you know, what does David Tennant has? Like, what tie back does David Tennant have to being the Doctor? Um, How about David Tennant's last episode? Like... Man deserved every single award in the world for... Give that man an the, Oscar. I mean, if it was a movie, yeah. He should have got an Emmy for, oh, for Emmy, his portrayal. Right. The TV one. But, I mean, you just watch that episode and you see just how emotional and how dramatic of an actor he is. I mean, it was heart-wrenching, but, but was it more heart-wrenching than the episode where Amy and Rory I knew you are were sent back that up. into I, time? I knew you were going to bring that up it so take take that out of the equation take the companions out of the the equation for for just this part of the conversation i think david Tennant had a more touching dramatic and emotional departure as the doctor than matt smith did i think when it came to his acting he did so much better and there departure wise david Tennant's departure was better yes yeah but so that episode, you want to talk about the episode uh, Angels Take Manhattan. How about uh, Don't Blink with David Tennant? And he's barely even in that in that episode. Oh, God, that episode is so good. It's fantastic. So some, some very iconic episodes feature David Tennant. And he gets to play with so many different companions throughout his tenure that 
I mean, yeah, Amy and Rory, best companions. Like, oh, if hands we're gonna, down. If we're gonna, we can't even argue about that. But they are his, the best. But, his relationship so. is part of what makes them so great. It's like the focus, I feel like... You know, David Tennant, they focused so much on, like, the romance aspect with Rose. But, like... Partially, but she was gone after his first season, wasn't it? Or no. second season. Did I thought she lasted longer than that. Mm-mm. No? I think she was only in, in the first two seasons that he was in. He was in four seasons, I'm pretty sure. Because then... Uh, like Donna Noble was there, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe Martha was there as well. Right. Yeah. So he had he had some some interesting companions, and yeah, not they, they nearly up, as good though. But like they're like Matt's. They also the played 11th, up Matt Smith and and uh, and Karen Gillan briefly. With, yeah, b- very briefly. But he shot that down, and like their focus on friendship, and like they kind of become like a little family that is so special and it wouldn't be that special i mean like amy and rory are fantastic but that relationship wouldn't have been the same it wouldn't have hit as hard if it were any other doctor in that role um the heartbreak when they left was so palpable with him you know what i mean and he never got over it it was the same when david Tennant was leaving the show in that last episode. That's what I'm rolling back to. Again, like one of the most dramatic and emotional episodes. I mean, but they were still they were still playing on the episode where Amy and Rory left like seasons after. Like I think that there were season I think there was episodes in uh oh, what's his name? Why can't I remember? Uh Peter Capaldi. Yeah, Peter yeah. Capaldi. Like they were playing they were talking about that departure still when Peter Capaldi was playing the doctor. Yeah, I think that has more to do with Amy and Rory. I, I mean, don't think so. It's part their of relationship, the connection. I mean they're like Matt Smith, the way he played the doctor, if anyone had else if anyone else if oh my gosh. If anyone else had played the doctor at that point, the relationship would not have played as well. I would agree with that. So, I mean, I think that that's that those relationships are just you yeah. can't you can't replicate that. Well, you know what else you can't replicate? What? Is the fact that uh with David Tennant playing the doctor when he was leaving, the BBC actually considered ending the series because they didn't think that anybody would do as good a job as David Tennant. And that and then Matt Smith came and he did a better job than David Tennant. Mm, it's debatable. <laughs> but the fact that they had somebody who was so good at the role that they were concerned that the show would fail with anyone else playing the role. A show that had been around, at that point, almost 50 years, and they were concerned that it wouldn't last if somebody other than David Tennant was there. And they also they, But then it, it did. I know with that Matt it, Smith. I know that it did, but and it did so well that they kept it going, and we're two doctors past him now. And who do we have to thank for making sure that people were on board? Matt Smith. No, David Tennant. <laughs> Again, did, were there concerns when Matt Smith was leaving that oh no, like the series won't survive anymore? Like they didn't have that concern. So David Tennant did such a good job that they were concerned the show would fail, and. He did such a good job. They kept bringing him back for different specials. They brought Matt back too. I I understand that, but like they brought him back a couple times. I 
They the brought him back with those like one. the weird like uh, Peter Capaldi regeneration episodes. There were he was brought back. I only think he was brought back once. How many times was David Tennant brought back? I think like two or three different times. I mean, if he's brought, been brought back two times, it's only one more time than Matt Smith. I don't really think that this is like. I don't know if this fans, is much of a leg to stand fans, on. Fans loved him so much they kept bringing him back into different specials. Is, okay, is what I'm saying. That's oh. that's great and all, but okay. So here's my thing: is Doctor Who supposed to be an alien, right? Yes. David Tennant played him in an extremely human way. Yes. Where I think that Matt Smith was, like, more true to the character, like, more true to the backstory. Like, he was a little bit more, like, otherworldly, partially because he was such a freaking goofball. Like, he was so good. The comedic timing of that doctor was fantastic. And, like, you look at the episodes, like, um, the one with Stormageddon. Yeah. That was fantastic. The Fish Fingers and uh, Custard. Like, I, I mean, these are all, like... When I say these things, too, like, I feel like there are more people who recognize, like, the fish fingers and custard thing is, like, the fez and the bow tie. Like, if I say that, you know it's from Doctor Who. Yeah, but if I say don't blink, you know exactly what that's from, too. Yeah, but Matt Smith did more Angels episodes than David Tennant did. Yeah, but David Tennant did the best Angels episode. (laughs) And also, just because he played the role more humanly... uh, he also was like brainiac doctor. It was always calculated. It was always one step ahead. And he, he had, he had so much of a dramatic flair for his representation of the doctor. I like think he had, Smith he had, had like more charisma. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, for I, sure. Nah, David, Ten- like you could see different episodes where David Tennant could go from extreme happy to extreme anger and he played both sides of it very well. He did have comedy that was mixed in with it, but it was always dramatic and it made twists in the episode a lot more intense because he was so far ahead of everybody else on a mental level that he knew exactly what was going on. There were so many episodes that were like that where he thought so far ahead and then it would be revealed how much he actually knew and just saying like that takes some skill to be able to be that diverse of an actor as well you know what matt smith has that david Tennant doesn't have what he's hot (laughs) please (laughs) david Tennant, he's pretty hot too he's attractive but he is not matt smith hot no but again Mm. like I think that David Tennant is a better actor overall. Um, uh, I don't see him in the crown. Um, so? <laughs> um, Doesn't need to be. Matt Smith is like, I think that he's had more roles post-Doctor Who. I mean, David Tennant was at least more notable roles post-Doctor Who. David Tennant was in Broadchurch. And then yeah. what else has he been in? Uh, he voiced uh, Scrooge McDuck in the reboot of oh DuckTales. And he was in, uh, uh, oh, what was that show? Um, I think it was either a Marvel or a DC Comics show with the girl. Um, oh, uh, he Jessica played the bad Jones? guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was really good in that. He I will really give him that. He was really good in that. that. Uh, also, David Tennant, he was in Harry Potter. 
so hard to get bigger than Harry I mean, Potter. I mean, okay, but Matt Smith's like our age, so like. So. <laughs> I mean, he was awfully young to be in Harry Potter. They had the main crew. Yeah, there were more extraneous adult characters in Harry Potter than there were, you know, children. I'm, I'm not arguing about an age difference. Like, yes, one's older than the other. I'm just saying Matt Smith didn't get the same opportunity to be in Harry Potter that David Tennant he did. Maybe if he were have. a little bit older, then he would have been in it. There are plenty of kids and isn't adults Matt in it. Smith supposed to be in Star Wars? Like the next, like, isn't he going to be in a Star Wars I movie or something know. coming up? I have no idea. Maybe that was just a rumor. I, Let me fact I check don't, that. I don't know what Matt Smith is currently up to. I, after the Crown, I don't know anything that Matt Smith has done, but. I think he's I dating Claire Foy. I mean, good for him. Yeah. I mean... He was dating that girl from Downton Abbey, the annoying one. Uh, you'd have to be way more specific about oh that. Oh my god, shut up, <laughs> Philip. That hit, that hurt, like that, that cut through me. I'm kind of sorry. But, <laughs> I don't but, believe that for a second. <laughs> but again, I see, I think this is why we fight about this, like... And again, I think you're blinded by Matt Smith's attractiveness. Oh, please. That my, again, like, my. Uh, your opinion of how good he is is. Shut up. Dependent that's on that, how good he that, looks. That, hey. To a degree, I think don't it is. Don't even let me. Like, that's sexist, first of all. But my, I, mean, like, I could have picked. I could have picked Matt Smith as my favorite doctor because of, you know, of Karen Gillan. No. Being a companion. Whatever. We'll see. Let's take it to the people. They'll, I, yeah. they'll tell us. I think that's fair-ish. At least all the Doctor Who nerds are going to be like, no, it's going to be uh, it's going to be the first Doctor. He started it all. And then somebody else is going to chime in and be like, no, it's the fourth Doctor. And it's just going to get out of hand, I think. But, so maybe we should... I mean, feel free to share your favorite Doctor with us, but out of the two. Yeah. Please, the 10th pick, and the 11th. Yeah. Who do you think is best? Yeah. Pick... Pick one of the two so we have something to go off of and say, this person wins, this person loses. <laughs> and then you can chime in and say who you think your favorite doctor is. Like, yeah. Know, like some people might be like, you know, Peter Capaldi's the best or Jodie Whittaker's the best. Like, I haven't even seen any of No, her we need to yet. watch the Jodie Whittaker ones. First female doctor. Yeah. So, good for her. Yeah. She was amazing in Broadchurch, too. She was. She was very good. We recommend Broadchurch. <laughs> we do recommend. At least the first and second for, season. Yeah, first season for sure. Second season was okay. And then everything after that, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find us um, on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram at Three Rings Pod. That's T H R E E Rings Pod. Um, yes. Please feel free to share with us who you think won this debate. Indeed. It was me. Um, but it's not you. <laughs> but... Don't, don't even pretend that it was you. <laughs> but um, also, tell us if you think we're wrong. In a separate post, after you tell us who you think won. Yeah, vote, and then tell us what you think afterwards, because the first part is more important to me right now. I want to know if I won. At Three Rings Pod, that's T-H-R-E-E, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, we'll see you next week. What's on the docket? Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, how to handle the holidays. Oh, geez. Yeah, which... um, yeah, anytime family comes into play, things get a little bit messy. Dicey. So, yeah, let's uh, 
Tune in. Yeah. I think it's something, at least this is something that affects everyone. Not everyone gives a shit about Doctor Who. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, most, most people that are listening probably don't give a shit about Doctor <laughs> Who. They're like, who the fuck are these people? I don't know. I'd say doc- caring about Doctor Who is pretty on brand for us. Therefore, it's probably pretty on brand for the people who are listening. But we will find out. <laughs> yes, Tune we in will. next week and we'll talk about something that applies to everyone. Indeed.